0: Hi, you're
1: listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is hope. Do you ever feel like you're holding on by a thread and it's a fine string of hope? Friends, listen to this verse from Romans 8.26, from the Message Bible. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside, helping us along. We're not alone. Hope seems to be intangible at times, and yet, in our faith journey, so very crucial. A few months ago, I traveled to see some specialists about a health issue I was experiencing. It was stressful, it was worrisome, and it was scary— Driving downtown Minneapolis to the U of M, I saw a doctor who gave me no hope. He was abrupt, discouraging, and dismissive. On top of that, he wrote me a very curt letter that told me I needed a procedure done on my eyes immediately. The fear began to press into the corners and crevices of my mind. I felt lost and hopeless. But something changed that. God met me in many ways. He met me through scripture reading and prayer, through others, through nature, through rest, and through a song. I found that as I waited on God, God was waiting on me to seek Him, trust Him, and hold on to hope. I began to pray and ask for a hope-filled spirit that would trust God with every detail. I made an appointment for another specialist, and as I drove to see him, I felt a little lighter, a little freer. My appointment was met with a doctor who was much older, kinder, and had completely different information to deliver. There I found hope. There I found promise, and there I found faith. Sometimes it seems as though we're alone. We can't feel the presence of God. We question if He even cares. I have found in moments like those that God sends specific comfort for us personally. He sends us hope. It's in ways that only you and God know. It can be in the words of a doctor or a song, in the chorus of a robin's voice, in the warmth of a friend's voice or a spouse's hug. It can be in encouraging scriptures or from something we read, hear, see, smell that reminds us of this truth. We are never alone. God stretches us. He helps us to grow and to lean into Him. It's only in those times where we quiet ourselves, look out and watch and listen for Him, that we gain our strength, that we ignite our hope. Relish in this hope. We love and serve a real God, one who cares for our every need." Today's guest is my favorite pastor, my mentor, my friend, and someone who's made a prolific impact on my life, Pastor Frank Riley. Pastor Frank is currently serving a church in Manchester, Connecticut, and served as a chaplain in the United States Navy Reserve for two deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan. Welcome, Pastor Frank.
2: Thank you. It's good to be here.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And I think I've said it a million times. I wish you were a lot closer with Jenny and that we were sitting across at a Starbucks having some coffee.
2: We've often wished that, too. That
1: would be good. So, Pastor Frank, you've made such an impact on so many people. And one of the things that I think is so powerful in who you are to others is that you continually display a positive look on situations and you instill hope. And that's what we're talking about today is the topic of hope. Where does this come from?
2: You know, Kathy, I was thinking about this, Um, you know, there's this, I think there's this fork in the road for all of us with regard to our core beliefs. Um, We're often either on that side where uh, everything's basically bad or um, on that fork where everything's basically good. Um, And for me, I tend to be on that uh, fork that remembers that everything and literally everybody has first and foremost been created by God. He created it and he said it was good. So yeah, there's fallenness and there's dark places in life, but um, still God has promised to redeem it all. And so for me, I I think there's this winsomeness and this wonder and possibility in everything and every day. Uh, The Bible says today is a day that the Lord has made, and for me that comes with all kinds of uh, of things to discover within it.
1: I think that that's beautiful, because you're just already giving us hope right there. When we think about you know, looking at every day, and how are we going to look at it? Are we going to look at it with that positive attitude that there is good in every day? That gives you hope right there.
0: Sure does. And
1: and I know for you, Pastor Frank, I mean, we spent a lot of time praying for your safety because of serving overseas in a very dangerous area. You um, have affected officers by being able to be hope-filled and prayer-filled for them when they were met with terrific You know, horrible things. Um, How were you able to direct servicemen and women to be hope-filled, like you are, and to trust God through these hard circumstances?
2: Well, I would say this. You know, certainly, you know, out there in Afghanistan or Iraq, over and over again, there were times when the darkness of circumstances or the woundedness and the situation in our own hearts were just a. were just overwhelming. And I think for me, as I think about that, um, in situations like that, there, for me, there's about two or three things to just hunker in on. Um, one is uh, for people, I would tell them, hey, don't discount the feelings and the hurts that you're feeling. Those are real. Um, But at the same time, rather than pressing them down, take them to God and remember that he can handle them. And more than that, he already knows about them. Uh, A second thing would be uh, understand that even in the darkest situations, never forget this, that God's in control. The 23rd Psalm that a lot of us know doesn't say that danger or overwhelming circumstances aren't there. Uh, In fact, it says that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And that's just a reminder that when we feel like we're about to lose it, that God says, look, listen, I'm not worried. Uh, Come have a meal with me. Let the dogs bark. Um, I'm here and I've got your back. And then finally I would say this, um, commit your life literally to Him. Literally like He did on the cross. Today, into your hands I commit my spirit. So many times we forget to do that. Forget that this is not our home. And so we hang on to sections of life that we really need to have God help us let go of. Um, Sometimes... The hanging on to stuff of life that becomes more debilitating than the, than the situation that's surrounding us.
0: That's
1: right. That's exactly right. And I've I've felt that many times in my own life. I know for you know a long time I really struggled with going through such a difficult divorce. And you were such a great friend and a, and a wonderful encourager. And you filled me with hope. But I know as a pastor. And I know just as a dad and a husband, you're going to be, you know, met with difficulties as well. And even though you have this wonderful hope and a great personality that's always bright and sunny, you know, we look forward to that from you, you have to be human and experience, you know, some difficulties as well. How do you feel like you deal with your own emotions and feelings, you know, when things seem hopeless?
2: Mm, yeah, You know, that that is certainly the case. In the end, uh, yeah, I'm a pastor, but I'm also just a guy, and I think we all have times and seasons like that. We're promised that in this world we're going to have trouble. So one of the lessons from Scripture that I've learned is this, when, when things seem dark and hopeless in your future, I would say this, take some time to look back and think about where God has actually acted in your past. Think about other seasons when things may have seemed hopeless and how God brought you through that. See, those are patterns of divine intervention in your life. And if you can recount them, you know, and look back, they can not only um, give you just a a sense of His presence for the past, but give you hope for the future. And it may also, by the way, when you're doing that, give you some insight right now to see where, where God may actually be working even now in the moment.
1: So if somebody's out there listening tonight, and they're saying to themselves, okay, great, you know, you've got something that's really difficult. You know, they're, they're going through a cancer, they just lost their spouse, and, and they're thinking, you know, God doesn't care about me, or He wouldn't have allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, what would you say to them?
2: Well, the first thing that I would say, of course, is that uh, by definition, You know, God has not forgotten you and loves you incredibly. He's aware of the situation. From the time you were first formed, from the moment of your birth, God has always believed that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happened, that hasn't changed. I think sometimes life hits us and we think, you know what, I'm just not that person anymore. Or why would anyone care? Or the times are just too dark, but to Jesus, you are still that same person. Yeah, it could be with maybe bruises or falls or sickness or hurts, but still in his eyes, wonderfully made, his orientation toward you has, uh, has never changed.
1: Well, if you're just tuning in tonight, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and we're talking to one of my favorite people in life, Pastor Frank Riley. Frank is encouraging us about the impact of remaining hope-filled. And as I said many years ago, I went through a very difficult divorce. It was a horrible time. I remember calling my daddy and just crying over the phone and hanging up and thinking, that's it. There's no hope for this. And my dad, being the smart dad that he was, picked up the phone We'll be right back. the cat sat on the made a few phone calls, and one of my dear friends uh, called Pastor Frank, and he called me and really walked me through things. And where I felt complete blackness and alone, like God was so far away, so distant from me, Pastor Frank encouraged and reminded me that there's hope. And maybe tonight there's a listener that thinks, wow, bad things are happening fast and furiously, and I feel at a loss. I feel like God's far, far away Frank, what would you tell people that feel that, you know, God is not close by? He's just, you know, some faraway God that isn't, isn't in the hard things.
2: Yeah, that is so tough. I mean, we go through seasons sometimes where it just seems that we're so incredibly isolated, not only from people that we love near us, but especially from, you know, the God that we serve and love. And, and one of the things that I would tell them in terms of how to react is I would say, look, share those feelings talk to somebody. So many times when we're going through a dark time like that, or a distant time like that, or a time of isolation, we feel like, well, we're the only ones. Um, But those feelings, by the way, they're just part of life. Uh, I think as we get them out, especially with others, we may not only begin to hear God's voice, but sometimes you can even help others to hear it as well. Sometimes uh, comfort will come straight from the Spirit of God, but uh, sometimes comfort comes by that same Spirit through others. And I think when we keep it all bottled up inside, there's this torture of our thoughts that's sometimes worse than the actual loss for answers. so true. And so speaking it both to God or maybe one or two close friends can bring clarity and, and maybe even break the hold of that season of hardship, or that hardship can bring to our own souls.
1: I know that's so true, that God will definitely use other people to bring encouragement, because I think back about that day, and I had several friends show up at the door. My father had called them, and you called, and you just prayed for all of us. We put you on speakerphone, and I felt that hope. Um, resurrect just from what I felt was dead. And it was resurrected through you, through your prayers, through your encouragement. And I think so often people feel that God is a God that really doesn't care about the little things, and so maybe we're struggling through difficulties, but He really is there.
2: That's right, always there. He's promised to never leave us or forsake us. Uh, But sometimes because of what's happened in our life, it's just hard to buy into.
1: So, Pastor Frank, knowing how encouraging you are to people, and there's listeners tonight and they're just excited about hearing you, you probably have people that are ready to hop the bus and travel out to hear you on Sunday. <laughs> uh, give us just a last thought to wrap things up. I mean, you have been all over the place, you've been serving as a pastor in Minnesota, you were out in California. Now you're on the East Coast. You, you've been serving, helping so many military men and women. Tell us just your last thoughts about, you know, f- helping us to feel hope-filled.
2: Right. Well, one of the key items from Scripture is this. Listen, hope does not disappoint. And the bottom line is this. Is no matter what is happening in your life, God is already aware of it. And uh, His great heart for you is the future. And and this this is the bottom line of the hope of the Christian. At the very end of it all, the promise is always there. The hope, the hope of our salvation, the hope of our home, promise you will not be disappointed.
1: Well, that was Pastor Frank Riley, and today on Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, we're exploring the topic of hope. I like Romans fifteen thirteen, and this is what it says. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Doesn't that sound incredible? That the power of the Holy Spirit would help you to abound, to live in hope. The word abound means to thrive. You can thrive in hope. One of the ways to remain hope-filled is to listen to some great music, and with me in the studio today, I am so thrilled to welcome one of my favorite artists, worship leader, gifted songwriter, and one of my favorite people, Mark Roach. Mark, welcome to the show.
3: It's great to be here.
1: I served as a worship director for many years, and I incorporated several of your incredible songs into our services. One of my favorite things about you, Mark, is that you have this amazing ability to write lyrics like nobody else. Where do you find your inspiration to write these powerful lyrics? And within that writing process, when you're writing these songs, do songs come easily for you or is this really difficult? Is it really tough for you to write these kinds of songs? Of songs
3: yeah that's a that's a great pair of questions um yeah I think my uh, the main inspiration that I get in terms of worship lyrics especially um I just kind of try to put myself in into sort of that um, that ideal worship moment you know where I'm completely surrendered and feel like I'm at the throne room uh, of God and I'm just before him and in my vulnerability, what, what do I want to say to him? What do I want to communicate to him? How do I want to praise him and thank him for all he's done? And then, and then, what do I want to communicate? And so, uh, usually, if I can get myself in that place, um, some pretty powerful uh, sentiments come out. And um, the answer to the second question is: It difficult for me? Yeah, I think it's. Um, I, I do pride. Myself on on my lyric writing, I'm I'm tenacious about getting a lyric where I want it to be, but it is very difficult. Uh, they don't come as quickly as melodies or chord progressions, um, so it, it is it is quite a bit of work for me. Um, but I think it helped that I was a songwriter before I was a worship songwriter, and um, and I did take some some classes uh, in college and all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult um, it's a difficult trade for sure, but uh, but I enjoy it.
1: I heard that while you were at a worship conference, someone from a record label approached you about creating your first CD that is so cool. Can you tell us about that experience? and did you feel like that was something wonderful because you just didn't expect it or did you find it incredibly scary and nerve-wracking?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, really both. <laughs> the year before I had gone to the same the same conference and I received as clearly as I've ever received just a, a direct calling from God to kind of um, be willing to expand my territory beyond the four walls of my church. And um, that was exciting and, and scary. And so I did a little bit of legwork when I got home and um, that next year, I really looked at different opportunities, and the truth is, is that as I looked at industry opportunities, I just remembered who I really was at that time in my life. I was a worship leader. I was a church leader. I was uh, somebody that was in front of a congregation week in and week out. And so, I chose to go back to a worship conference um, to to get better at what I did best in that way. And sure enough. Um, there happened to be someone that I knew there that um, kind of connected me to a, um, to a past relationship. And, and she listened to the demo that I had been preparing over that year. And that started a whirlwind of conversations that, uh, that ended up um, in a record contract and a publishing contract. And, and it was just all in God's timing, as they say.
1: While you were at that conference, did you feel like God was specifically directing you to know that your life was gonna change and you were gonna be called to something different, like a higher level, you know, making CDs with with your worship music, not just being a worship leader only. Did you feel God directing and leading and calling you before this happened?
3: Yeah, what a great question and, and uh an honest question. I, I have never heard a voice from from God uh, an audible voice um but this was the strongest calling that I'd ever heard and I guess I would just say it was a combination of highly emotional um experiences and the words of not only the the songs that I was singing that week but also the words of the the worship leaders and the people teaching the the breakout sessions and certainly the the main sessions um I always attribute it to the Holy Spirit when you go to a church, and you feel like the pastor was talking directly to you, um, because obviously the words that are being spoken, if other people are feeling that way, they're not the same words for the same uh, situations for everybody. So that's just how the Holy Spirit kind of uh, slices out different, you know, pieces of of what the the teacher is saying, and they really get driven into your heart. And that's what was happening to me over and over again at that conference. And uh, everything from the scriptures that we were looking through to the words that were spoken to the songs that we were singing, they just overwhelmed me with this um, uh, really, really strong sense of what I needed to do. Um, Bill Hybels uh, recently said something that, that was so great uh, with regard to that calling. Is he said uh, in a prayer, God, would you give me a thought that I know did not originate in my own mind? And I thought that was a very articulate way of describing a calling.
1: Mark, you created this amazing CD called Every Reason Why with songs that my soul absolutely resonated with. I would listen to it constantly and had many of our worship team people singing it. Most recently, you wrote and produced your awesome indie CD called Beautiful Truth. And once again, your lyrics are so rich and meaningful, and they just spoke deep truths to my soul. So I'm wondering about that title track. Um, It's so authentic and real before God. And you say, and I'm going to quote you, I'm seeking your voice because you are the source of all beautiful truth. Tell us a little bit about that CD and about that specific song and how beautiful truth came about.
3: Yeah, uh, it's been a slow process, uh, because for the last 15, uh, almost 16 years, I have been just ingrained in the ministry of a fast paced local church. Um, so the, the records didn't come close and it's been a few years since Beautiful Truth, but it's still very exciting. And it's just one of the things that, that I really feel like God, um, you know, wants me to do with, with my life. And, uh, that's been a special project, um, Beautiful Truth, to see how, you know, what God's done with those songs, and um, Beautiful Truth in particular is a song that is very special to me, and uh, that that song came out of leading worship, and uh, a phrase that just came out of my mouth um, on the platform one Sunday, uh, that we should applaud, in fact. Uh, for beautiful truths. Uh, If if we're going to applaud during a worship service, that awkward moment, um, let's just celebrate it and let's promise together that we're applauding not for the band, not for the songwriter, uh, but for God and the beautiful truths that we just celebrated in that song.
1: Mark, I know you've recently undergone an unexpected job shift. How can you encourage our listeners today that whatever happens in our lives, especially unexpected, that we should remain hope filled?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, i'm I'm right in the throes of it's just been a couple of months since that uh, that transition out of a fifteen plus year ministry. So uh, if I'm being just totally honest with you, my best answer to that is just leaning on God. and uh, I don't know what this season is going to produce in my life, but I've been excited to uh, be confronted with this for the for the wild reason that honestly, when you're comfortable, I think sometimes you can sit back and realize that you don't have the opportunity, uh, and, and sometimes that you're not being required to just put full trust in God the way he has called us to. And so I've gathered my family and, and told them that this season is going to be a season where we get to flex that muscle of true, authentic trust in him in a way that we haven't in a long time. And I know that after a year or two or uh, maybe 10 years down the road, we'll be able to look back on this time as absolutely transformative in our faith, and in our walk, and in our story. And we'll be able to steward that story uh, to help other people realize just how trustworthy a God we
0: serve.
1: Listeners, today's topic is hope, and one of my all-time favorite Mark songs is As Long As I Have You. Let's listen to this encouraging song. Mm That was Mark Roach, and you can find him at markroach.com. It's R O A C H. You can purchase his music at his site or you can download it on iTunes. His latest CD is called Beautiful Truth, and I recommend anything and everything of Mark's. Anything you can get your hands on, because it's great. Thanks for being on the show, Mark.
3: My pleasure.
1: Listeners, sometimes it seems as though we're alone. We can't feel the presence of God. We question if he even cares. We've lost all hope. I found in moments like these that God sends specific comfort for us personally in the ways that only we can know. It can be in the words of a song, in the chorus of a robin's voice, in the warmth of a friend or a spouse's hug. It can be an encouraging scripture from something we read or hear see or smell that reminds us of this truth. We are never alone. He stretches us He helps us to grow and to lean into Him. It's only in those times where we quiet ourselves, look out, and watch and listen for Him that we gain our strength, that we ignite our hope. We love and serve a real God, one who cares for our every need. Isaiah 57.15 says, A message from the high and towering God who lives in eternity, whose name is Holy. I live in the high and holy places, but also with the low-spirited, the spirit-crushed, And what I do is put a new spirit in them, get them up and on their feet again. Let's pray today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners tonight. For those who are discouraged and wonder if there's any hope within their difficult situation, I pray for answers. For the parents who are struggling with their child, for the couple who can't conceive, for the man who can't get a job, for the woman who's going through a divorce, for anyone out there struggling to believe that God really cares, I pray that you will send encouragement to them, that you will lift them up and comfort them in a way that only you can. Bless us today. In Jesus' name, amen. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. on our station, KSCR 93.5 FM. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your
0: best.